0: Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda, and we're here with your favorite movies from that era. This era will be the '90s. But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on.
1: So I had a lot of updates this week, but they're not as important as this one. So June 2nd is the day of the provincial election in Ontario. So go out there and vote. Um, As someone who lives in a democratic society, you should exercise your right to vote.
0: Um, I completely agree. Doesn't matter which political party you vote for, as long as you get out there and vote. Side note, I bullied my mom into voting with me over the weekend. We did advance voting because I won't be home during the week. It was great.
1: I'm proud of you. I'm like... I've bullied Jordan into doing advanced voting, and I'm going to bully both my parents to go with me on the day of to go voting because the advanced polling place is slightly too far than the actual polling place. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a 15 year old Ontario resident, make sure you go cast your vote the same day this podcast comes out. Go listen to the podcast on your way to go vote.
0: Yay. Good update.
1: Thanks. What's your update for this
0: week? Um, I officially started Accutane to all the people out there who have been listening and following that like, I kept putting it off for so long because things kept coming up. I have officially started, I am in pain, my face looks yucky. If I put cover up or anything on it, it'll look even grosser and it will hurt me more. So this is it. This is not even week one yet. And uh, this is tough because uh, I'm getting my period soon. So. Like, I tend to get, like, zits, like, cystic acne. So then, like, the Accutane kind of, like, irritated it more. And it's, like, inflamed right now. Um, it's throbbing. Um, yeah, like, sometimes I can feel, like, one zit throb at night. But today, it was throughout the whole day where my whole face was throbbing. And I was like, ow, this hurts. I want to go home and not see anyone. Um, and yeah, that's, that's how the journey has been. I don't know if it's, like, if I can blame Accutane or if it's just, like, Really bad, but I have nothing else to blame but Accutane. So you started on Friday,
1: right? Mm. Yes. Okay. So it's only been five days. Yep. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm hoping you're like getting like the front loading of the symptoms, such that you don't, you only get better from here.
0: That was me knocking on wood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. that is me knocking on wood thanks <laughs> yeah we'll see um i'm optimistic i gave my work a heads up in case i need to die and not go into office it would be great if i didn't go into office because i need to like avoid sun exposure and also like if my face is gonna look this bad i don't want to have to keep wearing a mask it will irritate me more you wouldn't some you lose some
1: they actually like l- not let you go in if you say that, oh, like I have been taking Accutane and it is.
0: um So I think they're very careful with their wording where it's like they won't force you in, but it's recommended yeah. that you come in. So okay. my manager was like, just take it easy. Like it's okay. It's a okay. hybrid thing. They don't
1: crack you or anything, yeah.
0: right? It's, it's okay. totally okay. I was in a meeting with her today actually and she was like, I wouldn't have even known you were in the office. I thought you were just going at home. And I was like, you think I'm at home wearing a mask? Like, what?
1: <laughs> the even worse part is that, like, so my mom, who works in government, her manager and the majority of the team are not in the same place that she goes into. So what she does and what all of her coworkers do is sit on teams all day mm-hmm. anyways, even in the office. And her manager is in a completely different city. <laughs>
0: Anyways, what is your beef or crush of the week?
1: I thought you said, when is your beef?
0: <laughs> <laughs> With today? Right, is it right now? now? <laughs>
1: well, actually, I did have a beef uh, before I actually came into this, but I'm not going to focus on it because it worked itself out. And instead, I'm going to focus on a crush. A two-part crush. Two-part crush. And... So I have been really getting into audiobooks now as a hobby, and I've been using this app called Libby, which is, I guess, a library services app where you can download or borrow books and audiobooks um, through the library, as long as you have a library card. And so I have been going through all the Burgess books. I am currently, I currently just finished book four. I am on the Mindy Kaling book. Um... I'm waiting for book five of the Bridgerton series, and it's been great. It's really reduced my screen time, my streaming, watching TV show time, Um, and I do a lot more stuff while listening to audiobooks. Not necessarily productive stuff,
0: but more stuff. So what do you do when you listen to audiobooks?
1: I don't know, like pitter-patter around the house. Maybe like clean up a little bit, maybe cook dinner, maybe go to the gym. Hmm. um yeah my theory is that if i listen to the sex scenes of bridgerton while i'm lifting heavy weights i will get more testosterone in my <laughs> system so then the weights become easier <laughs> nice. i don't think that's actually a thing so um no one take this advice but like what's the harm
0: mm-hmm. really i respect that
1: yeah and part two of my crush is big thanks to maggie for letting me Borrow and use her two library cards and renewing her Toronto library card while she was at work because she is just such a sweetie.
0: I actually lost that library card, like I went home and tried to look for it, so I'm so glad you had the library card number,
1: yeah, um, to tack on to that, Jordan, when we we're driving back from visiting Maggie and Nick for the first time and where they currently reside. Jordan was like, wow, Maggie is so considerate. She's one of the most considerate people Aww. I know. And I was like, yeah.
0: I agree. Aw, why would he say that? I didn't even do anything. Well, because
1: Nick has a dog, Jackie, who sheds and shed- and now sheds a lot and is not hypoallergenic. And I have animal allergies to cats and dogs, which we've discussed a few episodes ago at this point. And... Maggie was just, like, super, super considerate. And, like, I didn't even ask her to do all the things that she did. But, like, she was super respectful of, like, my allergies, super considerate. Like, asked mm-hmm. if we could take the dog on a walk, even though we were all outside. And, like, there was no reason for her to need to. But it was really nice of her to do so anyways. So both me mm-hmm. and Jordan really appreciated her.
0: And Nick. Um Well, I feel like it's the least I could do. You know how we say we have very low standards for men? I feel like this could be applied to this situation too. You told me of your allergy and I wanted to be respectful of it. Fuck anyone who's not. That is actually a really good point.
1: You would think that the bar is higher, but I don't think I've ever been like treated as good as you've treated me like because of were. my allergies. Oh my... <laughs> Like, most people, like, consider it, but they don't really go out of their way to really do anything about it.
0: I think we didn't want to ruin your first impression. Yeah. Um, What
1: is your beef or crush of the week?
0: I'm just going to say my crush is everyone. I think it's been a while since I've seen my friends. Um, And I think it was nice when you guys came over, when you and Jordan and Pravi came over. And then yesterday too, me and Prabby and Nick and Jackie went to Toronto Island and Jackie went on his first subway ride. Um, He's been on the ferry before when he was a puppy, but it was nice that he got to go again. He's very tired today. I'll put a cute pic here for you guys to see this stuffed animal. (laughs) I've been sending it to everyone because I think it's so cute. Nick sent it to me when I was at work today. Um, I have no beef, only crushes, all the love for people in my life. That's it ditto (laughs) Um, you can't just tack on to mine my crush was you so like
1: (laughs) mine it was like even more special because it was like an homage a love song
0: thanks remember this when i die yeah i will clip this and play it at your funeral thanks i really appreciate that yeah cool moving on to our topic um 90s movies Um, most of you guys, I think you may know all these 90 movies. Wanda and I were born in the 90s, so I think we were just talking about this too, that we felt like not a lot of our favorites came from this time era, mostly because we were born here and that most of them came from the 2010s kind of place, but I think it's important to note that the 90s is when, is I think when the precedent was set. Like, I think they were the benchmark i want to say like of what a movie should be or like the classic genres of like what movies are so before i dive in with more commentary what why are you looking at me like that why why do you say that hollywood has been around for a really long i just long time. think that like they were so original like when i literally look at all these movies like they were so freaking weird like blade the matrix uh, Jurassic. I don't know why they say Jurassic. Oh yeah, Jurassic Park. Yeah, I th- that's why I think it was like it set the benchmark. Like all these popular movies is what people reference. Uh, Credits. To... Yes, but also pie. maybe it's just people
1: our age who reference those because that's kind of what they may be their childhood kind of thing. Because I'm looking uh, like I'm 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 not just. Proving or doubting you. But like I'm looking at the eighties and the 80s had Scarface.
0: Well, nineties had Fight Club, American Beauty, Goodwill Hunting, American Pie, The Truman Show. You're you're so putting American
1: Pie along with like the best movies to come out in the nineties.
0: I think American Pie was still like I don't think it was a big of a cultural phenomenon, but like when I see celebrities talk about it i think they always reference american pie and everyone having sex with an apple pie okay yeah
1: <laughs> but like uh the 80s had like i don't know the 80s had iconic when did pulp fiction come out
0: i oh, probably the 80s or 70s i don't know how old is quentin tarantino oh n- never mind 1994
1: oh shit it's in the 90s there, see i want to I wanna say there are like aliens came out in the night like eighties wow, ghostbusters impressive. came out in the
0: eighties, huh
1: well like I don't know i don't wanna I don't wanna say that the nineties were the defining era of like what movies are.
0: I now. think they were to me, but mostly because that was when I first heard about movies, so I think oh, they we were, were my friends, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I was first exposed to movies, so that's why I think. This is the time era of when all those blockbuster movies came out. Mm-hmm. But you're I right; see. it could be the '80s. I'm just biased because we were born in the '90s, and nothing exists beyond that to me. That is uh, some main character
1: energy. But <laughs> I think there's called like there's like the golden era of Hollywood. Yeah, I think that's the '50s, isn't it? Uh, nineteen. 19- uh 1920s and continued to the early
0: 60s. People so is- were alive back then. <laughs> yeah, like Betty White. That's funny. I literally do not know a single movie from that time era. Uh, uh yes. <laughs> I
1: I th- I feel like I would, but like I I can't come up with any like at the top of my head right now, but like I mean, it was literally called the golden era. I like I know that's a cinematic choice but also it's literally called the golden era <laughs>
0: okay fine redacted. i think uh, okay in my own personal opinion the 90s were the birth of the birth of the og movies that's my personal opinion what's, what's that name was like that's my opinion and her hair is like kind of moving with it when she yells that's me
1: um, okay <laughs> don't know that one i'm sorry
0: it's okay okay I'll let you dig into it. Give us your first favorite movie from the 90s. And
1: And I think this one, this movie is something that we can both agree on. I think we've talked about this in the past. But my first favorite movie, in no particular order, is 10 Things I Hate About You with Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Question for you. Do you think this movie would survive if it had come out in 2022? Yeah. Hmm. Like seeing reception and everything? Yeah. Because it's based off of like a Shakespeare
1: play, right? Mm -hmm. Taming of the Shrew? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So part of this movie, uh, like why I think it still holds up is because there's a lot of like pro female feminist elements that is still very common in movies that we see that are coming out today like there's nothing there i wouldn't say nothing but i think there's very minimal like racially charged or sexist things that aren't also joked about in this day and age
0: yeah i agree um I'm trying to think if they did have anything bad. Mm, I think, like, the slight, like, maybe gay jokes. Maybe not slight. I feel like there were more, like, gay jokes and, like, off-the-cuff jokes that wouldn't pass today. But I think you can easily tweak that for 2022.
1: Yeah. I think if they re-released it
0: and cut out those parts, it's not like it. it
1: like you would miss anything. It's not, mm-hmm. like, something like um, 16 Candles... Where you'd kind of have to cut out like half of the story, I guess, because it's weirdly sexist and weirdly racist mm-hmm. I agree, um, but ten things I hate about you i Heath Ledger is absolutely great in it. It started a long time crush of Heath Ledger. um I didn't even know he was the joker <laughs> for a very long time for some reason. Straight. I didn't put two and two together that mm-hmm. Heath Ledger had died also. Um, For some reason, the Heath Ledger that was in Ten Things I Hate About You was still alive in my head, even (sighs) though I found out that Heath Ledger had died. I'm not sure how that happened. There was just really like disconjoined thoughts in my brain about
0: that. It's because he like literally transformed into another person. That was really great acting. Yeah. Um.
1: Great acting. But everyone didn't love the whole like Joseph Gordon Levitt part of it, but you know, the main story, main story was really good. Yeah. And can I say it's like one of my favorite movies? Like I still like watching it. Like what is what is your definition of favorite?
0: Uh yeah, I think favorite is like it's a good it's a feel good movie. I go back and watch it many times. I want other people to watch it. I force it down people's throat, like propaganda. Um yeah, like, I never get tired of watching it. You're right. It is a great movie. Yeah,
1: okay. Then, yes, it is, I guess. It's not one of the movies that I constantly return to because, like, it's hard to rewatch movies that are set in a different time period, I guess, like, because the cinematography has just gotten a lot better in the mm-hmm. last 30 years. Um, so you can really tell that, like, it's an old movie.
0: hmm Yeah. But yeah, that yeah. is
1: number one. Or that is my first one, not my number one.
0: We're tied for number one. That's also my favorite. Oh.
1: So do you want to do you want to go into one, or do you want me to go into my next one?
0: It's really hard for me to find one. Like I'm browsing all of them, um, and none of them have been like my favorite favorites. Like you obviously have iconic things like *Notting Hill*, *Pretty Woman*, *Runaway Bride*, uh, *Sleeping in Seattle*, but like. It's not, it's not my thing. It doesn't appeal to me. It really has to be. Like, what about Clueless? I honestly didn't like Clueless. Like, Clueless is an iconic movie, but I just, it's not my thing. I like the fashion of
1: Clueless, Mm -hmm. but the whole spoiler alert. (laughs) 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 She gets with her stepbrother. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, former stepbrother. But he's still like twenty years older than her, or something. Yeah, that, that's pretty. He's
0: in high school. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Not gonna lie, I think when I was watching, I watched the remake of that. It's called. Well, it was based off the original. Actually, it's called Emma. Um, and uh, I can't remember who it's by, but it's like a British thing. So the original premise of it, I don't think he ended up being a step brother i think cousin a distant cousin i cannot remember for the life of me don't know what's worse <laughs> i could be wrong i could be wrong please this is just approximate knowledge that's all i ever have i never have exact knowledge <laughs> <laughs> um i looked up emma and are you talking about the one
1: like set in the regency era of london
0: yes by on in anya taylor Joy's emma yeah
1: okay mm-hmm. that's a remake of clueless
0: it's Well, Clueless is a remake of Emma, but in more modern settings. So oh. Emma is like basically the same thing. Okay. Just um, old, olden days. What do you think is worse? Cousin or stepbrother?
1: Yeah, distant cousin mm-hmm. or stepbrother that you maybe kind of grew up with, but not really.
0: Mm-hmm. Both are premise of porn. Pornos, I think. So, not really great for any of them.
1: Cousin porn. Or maybe it's not that popular. But step-bro, step, 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 bro, step sis is, yeah, yes,
0: Yeah. Um, both are bad. I guess the step-brother one is better because, like, you won't have, if you have children, they won't have any, like, for deform deformed stuff. And
1: if it's a very distant cousin, you probably wouldn't either.
0: Oh. Let's not take that chance. What if you end up being closer than you think?
1: Yeah, I mean if it's set in the Regency era. You, you, you never know. know. <laughs> well, because it's set in the Regency era, I think it's actually more acceptable.
0: Maybe. <laughs> hey, um anyways, I found my second one. So my second okay. favorite is this animated movie called Anastasia. And I know oh. it's not historically accurate and Disney and um it's a Disney movie and uh I don't know. I don't know what else is wrong with it, but I really like it. Anyways, it's it's supposed to be based off, like, the Romanovs, like, how the Russian family was killed, and there's, like, rumors that, like, their one daughter escaped named Anastasia, and that she's the last remaining member of the Romanov family. Um, but this is not true, because they were all executed, as I found out from that movie, The Gentle... The Gentleman? How old were you when you watched that. I was pretty young when okay, this movie, good. it came out in 1997 I was probably like 6 years old, 5 years old But like when did you find out that Anastasia
1: Anastasia wasn't historically accurate?
0: Oh, it was in high school
1: <laughs> Okay, good, because that's when I found out too <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I think it was like we had a history of the Romanovs or something and they were talking about the family and they were like there's a conspiracy theory out there that Anastasia survived and I had googled it I was like oh shit, it's a movie I love and there's this song that I really like and it's Like, oh nah, no. Nah, nah. I'm not gonna sing it because I'll get DMCA and copyright. But the bad guy is Rasputin.
1: Ra <laughs> ra Rasputin.
0: Yeah. Um, I think we had watched the movie The Gentle- The King's Man. Not the Gentleman, sorry. The King's Man. Where it's supposed to be the prequel to Kingsmen, like how they were formed and stuff. And it's oh, like based off uh the plot or like it's based off World War One. Like how that all started. And I actually learned a lot from that movie because apparently we learned that the three emperors or Russian emperor, the king of England and German Kaiser, they're cousins, actually. And I had no idea. That's crazy. (laughs) And then I saw the Russian family be executed in that movie. So there's no way Anastasia could have survived (laughs) from that movie.
1: yeah so i didn't love that movie it wasn't like the kingsman vibe that i loved so sad. me and jordan only really got through less than half of it um oh. because it was too dark and we did learn all of that stuff in high school um we were in the same class and we learned that together but
0: you don't remember this <laughs> me and nick were like googling and reading Wikipedia, and we're like wow this is true <laughs> Um, I don't think there's
1: actually a secret organization that killed them, but, you know.
0: (laughs) It's nice to imagine. But yeah, I think that was a great movie. Uh, I haven't gone back to watch it, so I don't know if that makes it my favorite, but it makes my heart feel good to remember that movie. It does. The conspiracy
1: theory about one of them being alive somehow also makes my heart feel good. I don't know why, but there's a little part of me that feels like one of them maybe got out, it, and it's just living a simple life in North America.
0: Most likely not. I think they had a lot of um, incest in the family, right? So they would have been really deformed. They
1: seemed okay from pictures and stuff, but maybe... I don't hmm. know. Um, okay. Yeah.
0: What's your second favorite?
1: I guess, like, my second favorite will be another cartoon. And it is my... Hide for first occasionally, but usually my first um, favorite animated movie, Disney, f- favorite Disney movie, pr- Disney princess movie, and it is Mulan. And it is, also is historically accurate. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> there's a tale about a person who... Um, could be named, who was named kind of like Mulan-esque. I don't think they shared the same name, but it was kind of like a female warrior that dressed as a man that helped save China, um, which is the plot of Mulan. And it's really great. Eddie Murphy's really great in it. Um, The remake of Mulan was not as great as the cartoon version, but are we really surprised? Um, The reason why I think Mulan really sticks to me from, like, all the other Princess movies is, like, one, because I think the songs are really good. Like, I often just sing the soundtrack of Mulan just for fun. Um, And two, because I think it's very relatable as, like, an Asian person. It was one of the first, like, Asian... I guess, movies or animations to kind of come out of Disney. And this was like back in like 1997. So it was like early, early days. So I'm not like, I'm not a little bit surprised that they made it. But maybe then it was like, oh, lucrative in the Chinese market or something.
0: I thought you were going to say it was relatable because you two have like gone to a war for your dad.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think I, I don't know. I no, I don't think I would. Um, there's one part in Mulan that has always annoyed me a little bit and her name is Fa Mulan but like she calls herself Ping when she's a man and her last name is Fa but in Hmm. Chinese culture you say the last name first when you're saying a name so her name was Fa Ping like Fapping. Like did no one think about this? <laughs> like so um, every time I watch a movie, this like this part drives me nuts. Fapping.
0: Well, I think yeah. back then fapping wasn't like a slang thing. I think it only became popular in like the two thousand and tens.
1: I feel like it was pretty popular in the early two thousands. I don't too. think
0: so. I thought fapping be like became a thing after 4chan. I feel like I was watch
1: like I watched this in elementary school and I was like I was triggered by this already at this point.
0: Fapping origin Um when did fapping become a term? In
1: 1999. Hey, fair. So if fapping became a word in 1999 and the movie came out in 1997, I will give it a little bit of a break, but also, yeah.
0: come on. Back then, it probably took two years to like make this movie with all the animations. Let's be real; we'll give them some, um, some respect. Slack, <laughs> fapping. Yeah. To be fair, they were Chinese too. Yeah, but like. <laughs> Like, the thing is, it's, like, they
1: could have had, like, any name. There's so many, like, Asian names out there. Like, why did they have to go with Ping? It's not even, like, most people make names, like, out of, like, their original names. So, her name was, like, Fa Mulan. So, like, why don't just do something, like, close to it?
0: They expect people to not be immature. Okay, well, it's a Disney movie. (laughs) Um, okay. Do you think it would have survived in this day and age?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. I still watch it.
0: Yeah. I think I'm gonna watch it tonight. Just for the popping nice. part.
1: It's just like all the songs <laughs> are so
0: great and everything. I literally never thought about it until you
1: brought it up. I can't believe that's the only thing that I can think of when I watch this movie.
0: I can I did not even think about that.
1: Well, I'm glad to have
0: opened your eyes. Thanks. <laughs> What's um, your next one? Man, there's so many movies out there. Uh none of them have been my favorite, I'm not gonna lie. There have just been like movies that I'm like, ah, nostalgic. Like Mulana is a very good one. You're right. That is a favorite. I remember we watched that in LA. Um, okay. Aww. My second shout-out. Sorry, third shout-out, is the mask. trained Jim Carrey and Cameron Diaz because let me explain why because we had to go to the pizza store uh quite a bit back when I was younger we had a VCR player to entertain us so that we wouldn't bother my parents while they were working and they were supposed to entertain us and we only had two VHS's back then and that was the mask and Space Jam so oh my god when did Space Jam come out
1: i think the 90s oh or let's talk about the new one then 2020 no, no no not the lebron
0: james <laughs> one i mean the michael jordan one 1996. oh shit. okay well i have well can I kinda i'm just gonna put both because i remember watching them so well so the mask and space jam uh the mask i thought was such a funny movie i thought it was so weird i thought cameron diaz was so hot even back then Um, I think that was, like, her first, like, major movie, too. So she was, like, bright, young, bushy-eyed. Um, and I thought it was an interesting premise. Like, he wasn't a hero. He was an anti-hero because he kept robbing banks and being a perv. Um, would it have survived in this day and age? I think not. It definitely would not have survived. Uh, back then, I thought it was so funny. But, so, that's why it's like a little bit nostalgic now when I think about it. I would probably not go watch it again. I don't think it'd be close to my favorite movie, but I, I'm i very familiar with all those scenes. I shouldn't have been watching that as a child. Space Jam, on the other hand, is a great movie. I think it also is not my favorite. I think it would have survived this day and age my only like bone to pick with them i guess is that they kept sexualizing lola bunny and i think that's why people are like so pervy and into furries um so maybe redo that little part what was with the 90s and sexualizing like jessica rabbit and lola bunny explains why so many people
1: are furries nowadays
0: honestly yeah i just thought space jam was ahead of its age ahead of its time, sorry. They were famous actors playing with animated things. Imagine how they had to act. What a great movie. Great premise. Super weird. Um, Yeah, both movies I couldn't finish, but for different
1: reasons. The Mask I thought was too scary, and Space Jam I got very bored. So,
0: yeah. I did not comment on either of them. (laughs) To clarify, I could never watch the beginning of Space Jam because my VCR player kept eating the tape. So every time we got it back out, we missed the beginning. So I would never have seen the whole movie. (laughs) Have you never like gone back and rewatched it? Like maybe, but I don't, I think I saw it once on TV and I was like, oh, what movie is this? And I was like, holy shit, it's Space Jam. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Okay, what's next for you? Um. So next
1: up for me is also down, I guess, more of the nostalgic route for why it's a favorite, and it is Rush Hour with Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. This is a movie that I can remember watching multiple times with my family when I was younger, and it never fails to put a smile on all of our faces. It's just such classic classic comedy and the first one is just so good in comparison to the rest that slowly got worse um there are some jokes in there that probably would not be appropriate in the 2020 age but going back and watching it it's still really great and then the bloopers at the end also really funny
0: i heard a rumor that they were gonna do rush hour four that rumor has
1: been going on for as long as like avatar 2 <laughs> has been going on. but they are making an avatar Two, so yeah. i guess like never say never but i mean but they're both pretty old now
0: yeah jackie chan used to do his own stunts i don't know if he still does now i don't even I don't know he's is he even still acting now i don't know he, the last movie i remember him in was the karate kid um the foreigner was 2017 oh shit That was already five years ago. Vanguard 2020. Don't even know what that is. I honestly can't remember
1: the premise anymore. It's been a very long time since I watched it, which makes me now want to go back and rewatch it. Thanks for the
0: reminder. Uh, I can't remember. I remember thinking it was, like, funny, though, and, and, like, the jokes were, like, eh, but it's, like, it's, like, okay. Mm, I don't even know if it's okay because, like, Chris Tucker's character makes a lot of, like, Asian jokes like he keeps telling people even when they're in China like to speak English and that's like a little bit uh... (laughs) Um, yeah his character is pretty
1: problematic though anyway
0: Jackie Chan's character I don't think makes a lot of I mean I think he does say the n-word yeah but like I think he says it and then Chris
1: Tucker's like whoa 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 (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's um. So I guess they both gave their consent to these jokes. I don't know if they would survive in this day and age.
1: Yeah, I mean it was the '90s, so it's like I don't know if like consent was that big of a thing back in the day. <laughs> um, there's like one I think where like they make like Chris Tucker says something about like Chinese food, and then like um Jackie Chan is like, oh, but like should I offer you like watermelon or fried chicken or something like that? I don't know. It was just like ooh. um still kind of funny though which is this kind of goes back to the whole like the jenna marbles situation where it's like something that happened so long ago like can you kind of like be held responsible for that like why are we canceling like this movie director or this like scriptwriter?
0: Mm-hmm. yeah um we acknowledge that it was problematic but we still go back to it i feel like it's also a little bit problematic of us
1: yeah, but I
0: I can't. It's just such a nostalgic part of my childhood.
1: Yeah. And it's like I understand that the jokes are inappropriate and it's not like I want to make the same jokes, but like ugh, I can't help but laugh sometimes. And that's why we're all going to hell, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz
0: of the Rush Hour movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I feel like I like if that's the like if that's the straw that broke the camel's back to me going to hell, like
0: I, wonder, I was already going to hell do you think like someone born in 2020 if they were to watch rush hour do you think they would find it funny yeah hmm. okay i was just wasn't sure if like we were clinging on to it because of our nostalgia or if like it just is not a funny movie but we still think it's hilarious what if like someone who didn't like someone who's the same age as us
1: but maybe didn't watch it as like a kid so they don't have that nostalgia factor like do you
0: think that's kind of like the same hmm, maybe no i think it's different because of like do you think specific... i don't know wait say that question again okay you process so it differently. uh
1: let's say someone who was born the same time as we were mm-hmm. but In their childhood, they didn't watch the Rush Hour movies, but we were to expose them to the Rush Hour movies now, do you think that they would find it funny, or do you think they would find it more problematic?
0: Hmm. I don't think they would find it as funny as we do.
1: Okay, next question. Has Nick watched Rush Hour before?
0: Let's find out. Hey, have you watched Rush Hour before? The Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. I don't think so. Nick has not watched Rush Hour before. Okay, so homework for tonight. We're gonna watch Rush Hour tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Has Jordan watched it?
1: I don't know. I'll ask him when I like go back downstairs. But if we haven't, then I am going to, I'm pretty sure he, like, I'm pretty sure it's like right up his alley.
0: I think Nick will find it hilarious. (laughs) I think we're fine. (laughs) Don't think he'll be hit with that nostalgia, but I think he'll laugh very hard tonight. Okay. Well, keep us updated. Yes. That'll be next episode, my homework. Yeah. I love leaving you with homework. (laughs) Like, I feel like so many episodes, I'm like, ah, homework for you. Test this on Nick. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
1: Okay, what's your fourth slash fifth? Oh
0: man, another one. These are getting (laughs) hard. Ooh, okay. Another movie that we had on VCR, George of the Jungle featuring Brendan Fraser.
1: Told you only had two movies
0: on VCR. Well, I thought I did, but then I remember I only have also the second half of this movie on VCR too. Our our VCR (laughs) movie was just (laughs) really messed up. Oh wait, no. This one or Tarzan? No, Tarzan. I'm gonna I'm gonna move, kick the Jungle out and put Tarzan in because Tarzan playlist literally is insane because it's Phil Collins. And I don't know if you guys know him, but he's like one half of that band Genesis. But holy shit, the Tarzan soundtrack is magical. Um like the whole plot of Tarzan is kind of weak because i I would get tarzan and george of the jungle mixed up actually but tarzan i think was pretty iconic for the soundtrack i think everything else was like eh. it was just a man who was raised by monkeys Mm. and then he has to learn english and he's shirtless and jacked and somehow still handsome and gets the girl in the end like, I don't think just because
1: he's, like, raised by the jungle that he's ugly. Like, that doesn't well, guarantee... you
0: think it. he'd, like, be, like, more unsanitary, I guess. And hairier. And hairier, yeah. He just has, like, kind of long hair, but, like, clean shaven everywhere else. Yeah. A <laughs> expectation for men. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, that
1: kind of, like, joke where it's, like, if you ever see those, like, shipwreck kind of, like, movies that the women are like perfectly shaven and (laughs) like just like slightly messied up and it's like how if you've been stuck Mm -hmm. here for this long
0: how man i'm looking at other movies too there's there's actually like some it's like hercules i love hercules and i only watched hercules once it was okay i like it because i like like... mythology
1: I do. I love Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. I love. I love the fact that Zeus just fucks everything.
0: Okay. No, like wow. not like, okay, so not,
1: like <laughs> not like that, but like you know, like it's just it's funny. It like okay in like a terrible way, but it's kind of funny. I'm sorry. Oh my. <laughs> I, th- I yes, it's bad, but it's also mythology, which means it's fake.
0: <sighs> oh, Titanic. Also, that's pretty like iconic. Not yeah. my favorite, but iconic. Yeah. This was, like, prime Leonardo DiCaprio age.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: agree.
1: No. Yeah. Okay. It was scary. I was, like, con because I knew the Titanic existed, I was constantly scared of boats.
0: <laughs> like, being on a boat or just boats yeah. in general
1: were ominous? Being on a boat. To this day, I will never go on a cruise.
0: Wow. All because of the Titanic? Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're missing out. I don't think cruises are that fun. Yeah,
1: like, and like now that COVID's happened, I feel like it's even like a worse time to go on a cruise. So,
0: now you're stuck with COVID. Have you heard of the COVID cruises? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why people continue to go on cruises after COVID. That would legit fuck me up. Yeah. What was your um, next favorite?
1: I think it's like I'm gonna combine these together. Again, not really a favorite, but more of like a nostalgia bait kind of thing which is Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore and Pretty Women, both very, very problematic movies. Um, So Never Been Kissed is this uh, reporter goes back to high school, gross, um, to become a high school student and infiltrate and see what it's like to be a high school student and write about it, I guess. But the teacher ends up falling for her even though he doesn't know that she's actually like a normal age like he thinks that she's still like a teenager um and the movie ends sorry spoiler alert by her waiting on the football field or the baseball field and him running from the background and coming up and kissing her and that's her first kiss um signifying that he has forgiven her so many things wrong with this
0: he should be happy that she is actually of age
1: this is like mulan where like shang is very happy that um ping is actually a woman because you start to see like am i gay question marks kind of (laughs) go through his head (laughs) throughout the movie um But, yeah, this is, like, yeah, I guess he's very happy. that And, like, eventually she did tell him or he found out or something that she was actually, like, an adult age. But still, the problematic part is that he fell in love with her while he knew that she was a high school student.
0: Yuck. I have not seen that movie, personally. I tried to watch it, and I just, like, I couldn't get through it. It was just, like, so cringy. Yeah. But, like, it was on a, like, so
1: I had, like, these channels back when I had cable... And it was, like, the W Network or something. And, like, they would always play, like, these types of, like, old-school, like, romantic comedies. Um, and Never Been Kissed was on a lot. Hmm. And so I watched it every single time.
0: <laughs> Probably because um, I guess I never saw it on the W Network. And I only recently tried to watch it. And I didn't like it.
1: Yeah. I don't think it, like, I honestly think that if I were to watch it again, I wouldn't be able to get through it. Hmm. It was pretty bad quality when I watched it in elementary school, so I can't imagine
0: what it'd be like now. Although, the guy is like pretty hot, the teacher, he was in Monster In Law, that's where I remember him from.
1: Mm -hmm. That -hmm. is the one thing. That is the only reason why I was like, ah, yes, me as an elementary school kid, I also like this man. (laughs) 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 We hope he gets the girl. (laughs) (laughs) But I also, like, I don't think I saw it as problematic when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, that's because you're a kid, though. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I mean, that's I mean, what these movies are appealed to children. No, I don't. I don't think these so. These movies I like are they're... appealed to children. What thirty year old woman is sitting there at home watching this, being like, "Yes, I love it." when men my age go for younger, eighteen or fourteen year old children?
1: I honestly think that this movie probably appeals more to like that demographic of women than it would be to like a child, like twelve year old me. Yuck. Because, like, you don't make movies with, like, 12-year-old kids in mind if it's not, like, a cartoon. Wait, sorry, how old was she supposed to be in this movie? I think she was, like, in her 30s, or she was, like, late 20s, but she was 17 when she Mm. went back to high school. Yikes. Yeah. Um, but the other problematic movie, which is also a nostalgic movie, was Pretty Woman, which Julia Roberts. Love her. Um is a prostitute who gets picked up by this very rich man and then pampered and then becomes his girlfriend. But there's a very iconic scene in there where she is she goes into like a store on Rodeo Drive which is I guess like a very like expensive street with a lot of designer brands and like they basically just ignore her. And then she comes back the next day like dressed a bit more proper I guess with like shopping bags and she's like big mistake big big mistake for not serving her the day before
0: but like nothing happened to them yeah she's just like look at me now (laughs) yeah look at me now with spending all this money yeah um the office did a joke about that it made Dwight go in after he was rejected from the shop and then they, like, made him look more handsome and stuff. And then he was supposed to go in, like, you were supposed to sell this to me, and then you didn't because of how I looked yesterday. Big mistake. And the store owner was like, actually, I didn't sell it to you because your hands were covered in blood. What? <laughs> he was like, it wasn't blood, it's beet juice. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, Sir, you literally looked like a murderer. I wasn't
1: going to sell you anything. I mean, honestly, though, if you, like, wanted to make the sale, you would have sold it. <laughs> I... Honestly, anytime, like, anyone brings up The Office and it's, like, super, super funny, I always think of that one quote from, like, Twitter, which was, like, um, men go and say that female comedians aren't funny and then talk about how funny an episode that of The Office is who was written by Mindy Kaling. So, both problematic. Both, I, well, Pretty Woman I have watched again because Richard Gere is just... <laughs> he, he holds a special place in my heart.
0: He was like the stud back then. He really was. Yeah, my mom loves him. Wow, I. But, but back Richard then, Year. back then Richard Gere was married to Cindy Crawford. He he pulled it all, looking like that. Okay, to be fair, he is still very
1: handsome. <laughs> I are arguably like, yes, he looks old. But if my future husband looks like that when he's 72 years old, I would be a very happy woman.
0: I think he's still very handsome. He has like a very kind, gentle face. He has a kind face, but also I don't see how he's a stud. Like Richard Gere when he was like salt and pepper was great. Sorry for
1: objectifying men right now. But I'm just trying to prove to Maggie how handsome Richard Gere is. He looks like he would hit on my mother. Honestly, your mother <laughs> would look great with Richard Gere.
0: Hmm. <laughs> he looks like he looks like a like a normal white old man could walk in right now and I'd be like, Who are you? And he would be like, I'm Richard Gere and I'd be like, No, if you say so, and it's just a normal white old man
1: think you'd be like oh who is this like good-looking old man and then you're you you would not be like this is richard Gere. but then someone would be like oh i think that was richard Gere. and you're like
0: huh he's good lucky i do hear that like when you see a celebrity you just like feel different like it feels like a celebrity i don't know what it is i think maybe when they're younger it's because like they look like super made up and like they look like picture perfect so maybe not as old but I just remember reading comments.
1: Um, I've never seen a celebrity. Me neither, so yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> so I wouldn't know. So yeah.
0: mm-hmm. I'll,
1: they'll trust that random person.
0: Mm-hmm, me too. Anyways, do you have any more? Nope, that's it from me. Okay,
1: that is for that is all from me. Uh, what we have learned today is
0: a lot of the things that we launched <laughs> in the '90s would not hold up today. <laughs> That we might get cancelled, but we hold on because of nostalgia, and I hope we only have this mentality towards movies. Yeah, I mean, like, on the bright side, they're not,
1: like, super, super problematic movies. Oh, man,
0: we're going to hell for sure. We can't run for pro- for president now. Yeah, I mean, okay, but, like, if, if you're
1: part of the Republican Party, you can be. <laughs> yeah, they'd love to have us. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, if ethnic women who are very problematic
0: nice
1: thanks for tuning in to another episode join us next week where we talk about the 2000 movies that we love that also may be canceled i don't know we'll see but go follow us and like us on social media tiktok twitter and instagram and go listen to us where you get your podcasts or on youtube And join us again next week, next Thursday, for another episode.
0: Bye. Bye.